Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello Swaft Nation, hello Oliver Davis, how the dickens are you? I'm doing very well, but we are very stretched for time today because we are off to watch Revolution Pro Wrestling, the stars of New Japan facing off against the best independent British wrestling talent. So we've got to we've got to get in and out. We have to quick. we have to mosey, and especially because yesterday we just delivered a two-hour-long podcast. Mm. Um, yeah, and for, it's a bit of a shorter one today. We gave you we gave you too much content. The, the actual podcast itself will be good oh yeah i'm not downplaying it's it. just the intros and the outros yeah pretty much uh, that, are, that are rushed so first up for our uh, itunes reviews we've got from it's me barath and they write hard decisions maybe like the old dusty roads promo with the hard times yeah look at the hard times sometimes it's in life you common, ha- man. sometimes in life you have hard choices to make do you watch a roman reigns match and not get that time back in your life or skip it and watch paint dry do you watch a wonder ollie and needs a gimmick luke or do you podcast it well the latter on both is obviously the best choice no adverts unlike smackdown matches pops the podcast over the line in first a show with positive vibes as well as negative a show where you get shane mcmahon storyline quality podcasts and not that average creatively lacking quality produced usually on this guy does not like smackdown he does not like smackdown this, or roman reigns <laughs> this podcast is the first half of no mercy 2017 and not the last three matches in the short in short the podcast is amazing keep it up all the best it's me barath thank oh, you thank it's you me much. barath what was the last three matches on no mercy well it was it was Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. It was Enzo versus Neville, mm-hmm. and it was John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Do people not like the Cena Roman match. No. Oh, yeah. well, oh, cool. it was a yeah. split. Yeah, uh, I found it quite boring until the end. Yeah. Uh, some people absolutely lost their dicks over it. <laughs> they loved it, but I, I wasn't too fond of it. But that's that's. I mean, that dates this review quite heavily, doesn't it? Well, no, second of October, so it wasn't that long ago. Well, it's like No Mercy feels like an age ago. It's, well, I mean, I could remember what the matches were. Mm. So, yeah, We've had TLC like and Helena Cell since then. Yeah, so I Lord. bet when Barath wrote that, he was like, this is a great this reference. Is so to put in. timely. Mm. And then from Fish115, they write support. 
Wrestle Talk. Honestly, in my top three wrestling podcasts with Solar Monster and Gorilla Position. Good company. These guys are great and clearly have some sort of telepathic link when discussing the wrestling. I could listen to a live 24-7 stream of this podcast forever with all the rambling. Keep it up, guys. P.S. I have a crap gimmick. He's a racist Canadian Indian who is from Punjabi and hates anyone not from India. His name can be... Um, Jinder Mahal. Like that you put in Jinder Mahal there. Just, in, if, case, just in case. Just in case we didn't, we didn't get, get the joke. Yeah. Thank you, Fish115. I'm a big Solar Monster fan. That's the guy who kind of got me back into wrestling. Mm. Listened to him from like number 50. Yeah, he's, he's a good guy. But let's get on with the show. Uh, so we've got a few bits of viewer feedback. Of course, this by the way, this is the Drive to 500,000 subscribers now. So please click the subscribe button. If you haven't already, and because also, and, and, if you do and you're already subscribed, it will unsubscribe you. And uh, the little thumbs up. Oh, yeah, the thumbs up's nice. Yeah. But see, we're getting good at the plugs. Exactly. And obviously leave your comments below if we do happen to make a mistake, which, <laughs> let's be honest, very rarely happens. But sometimes goofs and gaffs do happen. So let us know in the comments below and we'll pick them up and bring them up in the next episodes. Yeah, and not just mistakes, although it mostly is feedback on mistakes we've made yep but just just interesting discussion points you want to put in there as well so uh kick us off with some viewer feedback luke well i thought the most Wait, cont- sorry we need a better name for this well then viewer feedback viewer, we need the swaf nation to help us out on this little new segment we've got yeah because uh, uh, how did this get made call it um uh feedback and omissions i think i oh, know mistakes and omissions or something mm-hmm. like that that's um, like a standard newspaper thing, isn't it? Yes. They have that little section. That's in the right, newspaper. yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you have a good title, leave it in the comments below and we'll pick one. Maybe we'll look at them. Botch section. Yeah. Botch Luke, Luke squad. and Ollie do a botch. Botch yeah. squad's good. I like botch, botch squad. Botch squad. Yeah. Is that encroaching know. on Matthew, though? Yeah, it could be. Does he does he own the word botch? Botch I don't was know. around before Matthew. Well, it, well, it was, yeah, but like botch is now synonymous with Matthew. But, okay. Botch, botch a wild. <laughs> Botch a wild squad. No, what we should do is really just rather than do WrestleMania, we need to pick a different pay per view name. Botch Slam. Yeah, exactly, like Botch a Slam. Botch Series. <laughs> King of the Botch. <laughs> botch a Rumble. Yeah. Wrestle Botch. I could. Great Balls of Botch. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? Great Botch balls, of Fire or Great Balls, balls of, of Great I mean, balls, balls of Botch. botch yeah, it? let's be honest. So, so uh, in, in this week's Great Balls of Botch or this episode's Great Balls of Botch, yesterday we were talking about Team Ban, talking about Sasha Banks' debut on the main roster. And I couldn't remember who the third member of Team Bad was. And I'll be honest, I thought my rant about AJ Styles winning the championship would be the most contentious mm. thing in yesterday's video. But I was wrong. It was not remembering Naomi was part of that team was the most contentious thing in the video. The people were very upset with that. Yeah, I was. I mean, everyone remembers, of course, the memorable faction war <laughs> of the women's oh, division. Oh, God, it was so memorable. I'm always up for factions. We both love factions. I think it's such a good way of telling stories in wrestling and sort of the political manoeuvring and allegiances you have. Uh, but when it happens in the women's division, it's quite transparently just a way to get everyone on TV. Well, yeah, the way they did it, like, like with that, with the Divas Revolution, as it mm. was originally branded then, it was essentially Stephanie McMahon was a child playing with her dolls. She came out and she said, OK, you three are friends, you three are friends, you three are friends, and now you all have fights together. And essentially, she was just doing that. It was awful what a dreadful way to debut all those new characters mm. just to hodgepodge these teams together to have these rubbish rubbish storylines uh, but yeah team bad was of course sasha banks tamina and naomi of course of, of course do you remember the other teams team good 
Yeah. Then it was Team Bellas. Yeah. And uh, Jesus. Where... They were. Um, oh, no, because they were then Team PCB. Oh, because yeah. Because they were sorority Paige, sisters, weren't they? Um, Becky. Bailey. Becky. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Becky, yeah. Bailey wasn't was up they, like Were that. they sorority sisters at first? Or they were given some sort of title until it turned out it was like a porn thing. I d- oh, we... Was it PCB? Yeah. No, no, no. So they had a name, like mm. original one, and then it turned out it was also the name of a very successful porn series. So they had Who to would have thought it. Team Bukaki would have been a thing like that? What's the next uh, What's <laughs> the next bit Cuckold. of viewer feedback? Uh, next one is Jeff Jarrett, of course, did use his guitar in WWF. I said it was more of a WCW thing, which I was true. It was more of a WCW thing, but he did. Of course, how could I forget the classic good house cleaning match for the Intercontinental Championship where... China used the guitar on Jeff Jarrett and mm. the referee called the match off because that's not a good house cleaning weapon to which Jerry Lawler has the amazing line he said that's not a household item and Jerry Lawler goes it is in the Jarrett household yeah well he's, he's, he's not wrong he's a, it's, it's all relative isn't it <laughs> exactly and uh, you've got someone who's well they've disagreed with you yeah I just thought it would be uh, interesting to bring this up so I'm I'd... worried that uh, great, great Balls of Botch is going to become Luke disagreeing no, with no, other people. No, it's not disagreeing. It's, it's opening a discussion. Sure, sure, someone, sure. I have said something, someone has said something back. That's how a discussion cool. works. Uh, so Gia Person, who is actually uh, one of our Patreon backers. He's a good guy. He's a good Chairman guy. Chairman of the board, I Chairman believe. Chairman of the board. Uh, he said, I love all these title changes, unlike Luke, because it makes WWE feel unpredictable again, like it was back in the old days, he says in quotation marks. I wonder what you thought about this. So uh, I, it certainly makes it feel unpredictable, but in in the way that it's run by a madman who changes his mind a lot. There's good. There's there's a. Uh, it's it's kind of. I always use the the analogy of Tommy Cooper, who was a British uh, sort of vaudeville style comedian. He was a comedian and he was a magician, and he did a lot of stuff on TV in the eighties and nineties, probably way before then as well, and. He, his gimmick was that he was a bad magician and he'd start to do tricks and the tricks would go wrong but they were still incredibly impressive because he was doing magic hmm. but it was just not the magic he set out to be and he was acting all flustered as he does it and everyone was like haha Tommy Cooper's a bad magician funny thing is he's an to do that act he has to be an incredible magis- magician and it's similar to the unpredictability thing you want your product to feel unpredictable, just like how uh, Monday Night, that was Eric Bischoff's big remit for the Nitro uh, series when it went live against Raw, was he wanted everything to feel like it was spontaneous and happening. You couldn't miss it. It was live, live, live. But you actually need quite a lot of skill and planning to make stuff feel unpredictable and work. You know, it has, has that uh, narrative satisfaction at the same time. So, uh, I, but I don't... Th- What's happening in WWE right now doesn't feel unpredictable in that good way. It, the, the results are good. Like, I'm happy AJ's champion and Jinder isn't. But it's it's not the sort of unpredictability that you would have, say, in Breaking Bad. Where, you know, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Uh, because this is such a good show, it's smarter than me. Yeah. Wrestling uh, or, or WWE tends to be worse than that. Ring of Honor are pretty good. Uh, well, they used to be when Cornette had the book. I think they did. A, they would do a lot of surprise finishes of just sudden knockouts, and after a while, it became like, oh, 
I don't know when this match is going to end. It could end on just a random stray fist. I personally really enjoyed that. A lot of people didn't, though. What do you think? Well, no, I agree, and I liken it. I liken it to a, uh, a TV series. So a TV series has a start point, it has an end. Something like a Twenty-four, for hmm. example, or a Stranger Things. I'll use Twenty-four as an example. Twenty-four though has a start at hour one, mm-hmm. and then an end at hour eighteen, and then six episodes of just filler, <laughs> where everyone comes back. Yeah, and there's so a final act bit. Perhaps that's a good example then, because like say that that it's a, set over a 24-hour period. If you don't remember the show 24, which was good for the first three seasons, then got very very bad. Um, maybe his first four seasons. But um, the idea would be that you would start at hour one and then you'd end at hour 24, and that's when you'd have your big climax. That's the finale of your story. I like that. That's wrestling storylines. Mm. Now the show could have ended at hour 10, because that would be unpredictable. You wouldn't have seen it coming. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean it's a good thing, because like that's like ah oh, well that storyline just feels unfinished now. It feels like we just rushed to get to this point. Um, and I, I, it's Stranger Things. What if they just defeated the monster at episode five? And it was like ah well that's that done mm. then. I mean you didn't see it coming, but that doesn't make it a good thing. I I I agree with the sentiment, but I disagree with the example because series the series are very. I mean wrestling is quite unique. It's, I I would say. Because even comic books, which are a monthly ongoing thing, they very rigidly adhere to a six-issue arc, 12, you know, it's multiples of uh, six, really, how comic books are structured uh, from month to month. I think it's more like a soap, where you just have things that happen Mm. over and over again. And you have storylines, but storylines, you know, just sort of ebb and flow, and sometimes they peek over here. It could go wherever. Yeah. No, I, I get that. But like my thing, like mm. if I storyline, so say like the Randy Orton Jinder Mahal storyline was that's a season, and then you move those same characters, then move on into another series. The same way in soaps, you have a storyline, then that storyline ends, and you move into your next storyline. So it, you know, it's, you can you can argue that is kind of like seasons upon mm. seasons. It's just that there's no gap between those seasons. Um, the other example to look at is WCW in 2000, where their whole thing works out with Vince Russo in charge was just like unpredictability let's just change titles all the time because then no one will know like no one will expect anything like they'll have to tune in every time to see if the title changes hands again problem with that is then the title became incredibly devalued and Mm. no one cared when titles changes because well i saw a title change last week so what's the big deal yeah that's the that's the real problem hot shot booking but hey talking of unpredictability should we get into a crazy week of wrestling news Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, we are recording this on Thursday because it goes live on Friday for Patreon people and then Saturday for everyone else. Little cheap plug for the Patreon people there. If, if you go, if you want this a day early, go over there and uh, pledge for the month. Five dollars or more. And you also get the exclusive podcast. You do indeed. Which is which is brilliant. Uh, we, where we review old pay-per-views chosen by you. But we're hoping nothing else is going to break in the several hours... I mean, I'm just—it's just been a—it's just been a crazy several weeks. Well, this could be the sort of thing where we're going to talk about this story now, and by the time we leave this booth, mm. the story will have blown out and sting us. Especially because the Wrestling Observer newsletter is out tomorrow, so there must be some extra bits and pieces within yeah. that. So we may find out some more details by the time this video goes up. So this is about Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn getting sent home from the SmackDown European tour. Last night. Last night after the Tuesday taping of SmackDown. Uh, apparently what happened... So I'm cobbling together loads of different reports. The main ones are Pro Wrestling Sheet and PW Insider. They're the, the main people who have reported this. But F4W Online and Wrestling Observer have sort of corroborated it. But those two people lead, led the charge. And Sports Illustrated a bit as well. But they're really losing credence with me. They say everything mm. they report seems to be not true after mm. a while. Yeah, Interesting. So, yeah, the, yeah. The, what the, was the last example? Oh, well, the Nia Jack stuff. Walked out, pay pay issues. Mm-hmm. The Rock and Meltzer said no. The creative didn't have anything for her. She asked for time off, so she to heal up from injuries. Yeah, that's what Nia said. You know, there could always be something uh, separate to that, but it's lots of things like that mm-hmm. that have uh, come out. So after, of course, on the Smack, SmackDown opened with Shane McMahon and the New Day in the ring and they're doing their booty thing. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. It turns into a match between Kofi Kingston and Sami Zayn. There's a weird finish, like we talked about it in the Raw and SmackDown review, where Kofi just hops off the top, beats Sami with a crossbody. Sami, who just turned heel, he's on this fresh, great run. He's had a, you know, a few really decent victories over people. I think there was the, the tag match victory over Randy Orton. And then Autumn beat him back with a low blow, so he didn't lose clean. And it was a payoff for the previous mm, match mm. where Sammy won with a low blow. So that was that was a disappointing loss out of nowhere. It seems like New Day are being built up for this Shield thing, so that was, I guess, the reason behind it. Then Kevin Owens runs into the ring and starts beating up Kofi. This is all going to plan up until this point. What's meant to happen then is the rest of the New Day get in and fight off Sammy and Kevin Owens, and they have a full-on, like, little bump and feed thing. Mm. To, so New Day look good. There's, like, you know, probably a minute of a New Day getting the better of Owens and Zayn. But instead of that, Owens and Zayn bailed from the ring. Sammy's, like, on the outside, on the barricade, and he sort of punches the barricade. Uh, you know, presumably, like, when you watch it, you're like, oh, because he lost against Kofi. 
and maybe you're just projecting because you know this resulted and then being sent home. But it does look like Sammy's both angry and a little bit confused and apprehensive because there's a bit where he looks over at Kevin and it's just, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'm reading too much into it. Yeah. Owens goes up to the entrance ramp and then the two walk off and there is a bit of a weird bit where Woods and Biggie are standing there and they're sort of like, come on, and the music doesn't play until I a little it, bit it after. Does, I remember watching at the time thinking, this is mad awkward. Mm. But, it, you know, tape shows are like that sometimes. They're just, they're all a bit off anyway, so didn't put any stock into it. But yeah, it seems that, and possibly, according to PW Insider, Kevin Owens complaining very loudly on the coach afterwards, back to the hotel, I presume, and lots of little bits like that, like Zayn and Owens being not the best to work with in recent weeks. Vince McMahon, this is Sports Illustrated now, approved the decision to send Owens and Zayn home. So they're yeah. missing the next five dates. Uh, the European tour ends on Sunday, but they've been sent home early. Yeah, this is interesting, really, isn't it? Because you look at the, the exodus of Neville and, mm. and Austin Aries, unhappy with creative. And, and as you quite rightly said on Twitter today, you look at the success of Cody Rhodes outside. But I think, you know, we've had this conversation before. Mm. For every Cody Rhodes, you have a Ryback um, someone, or a Jack Swagger or something like that. Someone who could have uh, was a, you know, had a, not a name background with them. But then when they actually went to the independence, no one really cared. Mm. Um but I think if you're someone like uh, Zane or Kevin Owens, you're like, well, I mean, I've got na name recognition from WWE, but also I was a big star in Ring of Honor anyway. I've, all my friends are there, so I can easily just walk back into a yeah. job in Ring of Honor. So, yeah, maybe they are just looking at the Cody situation, looking at all the great stuff the Young Bucks are doing and just being like, "That's I'm being creatively stifled here. I want to go and be creatively free. The guy that I was working so closely with, one of my best friends, has now been fired for the, the simple act of taking a selfie. Maybe I need to get out of here. So a couple of months back before the whole Bullet Club picture outside of Raw and the invasion thing happened, there was an episode of... Uh, being the Elite, which is the Young Bucks YouTube series. It's very good. It's out weekly. And they were hanging out in Canada. They had a show up there. I can't rem remember which one. But in the background, when they're just saying, oh, look, we're here in Canada. This is really nice to be here. I wonder what, we, what this, these are the shows that we've got coming up. Kevin Owens walks across the street behind them, sort of stands right in the middle of the camera, looks around, and then goes, oh, yeah, and walks off. Mm. So he's like, oh, there's a fun little cameo. Later on, Sami Zayn, like, pops in as they're talking again. He goes, sorry, have you got the time? And he says, yeah, it's this time. And Sami says, Th thank you, thanks, and, and runs off. And there's also AJ Styles just hanging out in the back of shot in one of them. Yeah. So these guys, you know, they're all friends that you've got, like, the WWE guys who have spent all their life in WWE. And then you've got this new faction of everyone who came up in the Ring of Honor and sort of PWG area, and they all seem to, to hang out too. Yeah. And Cody was the WWE bracket. Spent all his career in, in WWE. That's why he can't use the name Cody Rhodes outside of it, even though that's his father's name. You know, there's, you know, it's a, it's a murky one. Yep. But he has now transitioned to the Ring of Honor New Japan PW... Not PWG, but that sort of crowd. So... And that he's doing very well financially for himself, from what I understand. So is Austin Aries. Apparently that was one of the reasons Neville left, because he found out 
that Ares was making more money than him in six weeks than Neville had made doing the WWE grueling schedule for three months. And there's uh, Kevin Owens actually sent out a tweet uh, just a couple of days ago while they were in Madrid that um, whether or not is it's him playing up to his heel persona or not, with the news we have now, certainly does um, feel like it's something where he just said, um, can't believe the amount of idiots that were out in WWE Madrid tonight. I can't wait to go home. Mm. Yeah, so Owens is like that on social media. Yeah, he is. And sometimes you feel like he is playing up to his heel persona, but there are other times when you're like, there feels like there's a nugget of mm. truth behind the words that you're saying here. Or maybe there's a nugget of kayfabe. This is the other sort mm. of reason that it could be. Some people who believe it's a shoot. May- or a work, you mean. Yes, a work, rather. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, this kind of fits in with the current storyline. Owens and Zayn a persona non grata on SmackDown at the moment. They're feuding with the commissioner. Maybe they've got sent home all the dirt sheets and us, we report on it and go like, well, how? And then at Survivor Series, when they return to cost SmackDown the five-on-five elimination match, it's all the more shocking. Maybe, yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how this one plays out. But, um, I mean, I, I just, you know, I want the best for, for everyone. And if they think that it's better for them to, to leave their company. And, you know, Owens is a very much a family man. Mm. He's, a, he's a man who likes spending time with his family. Working the WWE schedule doesn't really allow that, particularly. Um, although, no, he and Sammy are going to be fine because they won't have to work Christmas Day. Um, but they will have to work Boxing Day yeah. and New Year's Day. Because, I mean, man, that sucks that everyone's got to work Christmas Day. That really does suck. We're not. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. No, no as, uh, much, as much as we love the SWAF Nation, I have got turkey to eat. It's one of the few days of the year that I don't, uh, I don't, I'm not vegan. So I've got, a, I've got turkey and pigs in blankets to eat. Oh, yummy. Uh, so we were talking, me and Luke outside, uh, whether, because a lot of people like, oh, they could, when Emma left, it was like, Emma could join the Bullet Club. It seems like as soon as Owens, if they do, if they do go, everyone will go, oh, they can join the Bullet Club. And we were saying, make a new faction. Yeah. The Bullet Club are cool enough by themselves. You don't, like, you, you don't just... Want, you don't want to NWO it, yeah. where, like, you just have everyone join the group. You want to have the separate ones. The NWO Wars, we had the NWO Wolfpack. Just have, mm. like, a different faction that goes against uh, the Bullet Club. Someone said to me in the comments the other day, like, oh, if Daniel Bryan leaves in 2018, should he join the Bullet Club? And I was like, well, no, because Daniel Bryan's, like, the greatest babyface, so surely he should be going against the villainous Bullet Club. I'm just saying, if, yeah, that would be, that's how I would book it in New Japan or, or Ring of Honor, wherever, like a Daniel Bryan, Kenny Omega match like that. And the, that's the only way you could position Bullet Club as proper heels again, I think, because yeah. they're so cool and tweeners now. Uh, I, you know, maybe in three months, if whatever happens, Owens, Zayn, or I should say Steen, Generico, and Neville, Pack, <laughs> what, which was his independent name, walk into Ring of Honor. As this new trio. Ring of Honor. You have that. You have the Bullet Club. You've got amazing performers like Jay Lethal. And uh, uh, Dalton Castle. Silas Young. Silas Young. And it's like, ooh... If Sinclair put a bit more money into it, I don't know. I'm I'm getting you're you're getting you're, you're fantasy booking this yeah. now. Uh, what about AJ winning the championship and that bumping John Cena to the Survivor Series team? It does, yeah. So these two stories kind of like mix in together, mm. really, don't they? But it's an interesting one. The AJ Styles win on Tuesday, as we talked about yesterday, 
felt like it came out of nowhere really it was just it was announced middle of last week that they were going to have the championship match and um i believe it's dave Meltzer uh said that uh this thing wasn't even planned until a week ago the people that need to know they only found out this week Mm. so we as we said or speculated yesterday i suppose this was very much a last minute decision almost as as i said vince mcmahon just woke up and was like oh god we're doing Brock versus Jinder at Survivor Series. Can't do that. Uh, put the title on AJ. That's a much better match. We'll do that instead. Uh, what about John Cena? Uh, we'll put him in the Survivor Series match. There you go. That's that that card filled now. And to his credit, it's made a much better card. So uh, much better card. Like, uh, if you want Luke's more in-depth thoughts on it, on Saturday, a video is going up. I do of indeed. Yours, yeah. uh, of, of all that. Now, a lot of people have been like, oh, Jinder was advertised as a two-time champion in December for the India tour. And that was like back when he was feuding with Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm. And they're like, oh, maybe Jinder's going to win it back. This is how they get the two-time thing. Don't uh, pay attention to that anymore because that was that was back in August. This decision was literally made Thursday. Yeah, and a few people have sent me images from the India tour itself, which still advertises Jinder as champions. Mm. It's As always with any live show, card subject to change. Yeah, yeah, it's just out of date. Um, my hot tip, I think, for Survivor Series is another change. I think there's going to be another change. And I think it's going to be Alexa Bliss versus Charlotte. Yeah, and slide Ni- uh, Natty into that um, uh, women's match Yeah, instead. potentially. Yeah, yeah. But, well, she'd have to because they haven't got a spot open. Unless Lana goes into that spot, I guess. Or Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, I mean, he was the very first women's money in the bank. Yeah, well, historic. Historic, prestigious, progressive moment. That was. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just... They made that match, and just along with everything else that's happened with the tag team changes, the WWE title change, the leaked Survivor Series poster, and I know that's kind of defunct now because Roman Reigns has been replaced by Jason Jordan. That's another thing that's happened on a Team Raw, so that's different. Uh, John Cena has been moved from the referee special guest referee spot between Mahal and Brock Lesnar to Team SmackDown. But on that lineup, you've also got Charlotte in there. The only two women on the poster are Charlotte and Alexa Bliss. And Ric Flair's 30 for 30 documentary came out on Tuesday this week. It's getting a lot of press. So that could happen. Yeah. The the only thing I can see against that from happening is that there's the Starcade house show just after Survivor Series, the week after. And uh, you could play up charlotte winning at starcade just like her father rick flair did however many years ago yeah um, oh, absolutely and, yeah. and the comeback from uh it's hometown as well great hometown, hometown moments the carolinas for flair yeah yeah, totally like I, I i could definitely see them going with that um the other comment that we've had a lot as well is that people have uh, pointed out that jinder is working injured Mm. because as we've seen on the house shows he has his shoulder taped up but takes it off when he's on tv and a lot of people saying like well clearly you have to take the title off him because he's working injured my reply to that was like i mean he just had the best match of his uh wwe run uh on tuesday so um, how much of that was gender though well no even so though like you can't say that you know, he's working injured when he just had a really great match yeah he was he can still work i think he's very lightly injured yeah uh but but injured to the extent where he can't have proper matches every night like you'd want a champion to do. Because, you know, that's the champion's job. You've got to carry the brand. You put on these good shows every night. Uh, yeah, because he was heavily... He didn't wrestle on TV for ages. Uh, the his, house, last, his last TV match hmm. was so long ago. Yeah, the house show matches, he's been in tags, so he's been protected. 
uh, and if he wrestles at all. So he's definitely been some form of injured. There's been you know reports, credible reports about that. Uh, but I don't think that was the reason it was taken Not off at him. all, no. Nor was it a uh, wellness policy failure. That's <laughs> no. the other thing I've seen going he, around. He had a carb. He did, Yeah, he did. He, the guy doesn't eat carbs. <laughs> that's all that's happening there. God, he seems like... I've been watching uh, Inside the Ropes interviews with him. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a bit where they talk about the Beastmaster t-shirts. Oh, yeah? Which I thought was, was fun. But he seems like such a nice guy. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, he was yeah. on Jericho's podcast, and he, he sounded really cool then. It was just after he'd won the championship. Mm. And, yeah, he just came across as a really nice dude, as a lot of people do on Jericho's podcast, actually. What would you say to after the... Uh, I mean, it, it does give Cena not a, not a thing to do at Survivor Series, but how about Jinder being on Team SmackDown? I mean, the spot was open for him, mm. I suppose. I, I certainly could have gone for that. But, yeah, I mean, if you want to put a big marquee name, you don't want to put Jinder in there because he's proven not to be a draw. But, but you know, I, I, I could see where you're going. I think, well, just indulge me for a moment. The the five-on-five five isn't a draw anymore. Like, John Cena's name being added to it, I can't see shifting more tickets all, like alongside what you've already got announced. Kurt Angle wrestling, Shane McMahon, Brock Lesnar. Those are proven ticket movers. Cena is also a proven ticket mover, but I think the Venn diagram is quite shared with everyone else. I don't know how much of an impact Cena's going to have, especially because he hasn't been on TV to build up to it. How? So why not use this opportunity to reset Jinder? So Jinder, you know, I've lost my title, but I... I want to be at Survivor Series. I want that last place. Has a qualifying match. Maybe Cena comes back for the qualifying match on SmackDown on the Go Home Show. Jinder wins. Jinder... Ignore that bit. <clears throat> Jinder is in the five-on-five. The rest of his team hates him because you got Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura. People who have... Well, not Bobby Roode, but those two people have been against him. Shane McMahon doesn't particularly like him. And Jinder has to kind of prove himself and then maybe does... Does has a valiant saving effort for SmackDown. Maybe he sacrifices himself. Boom, you've got a baby face out of nowhere. I want to cheer Jinder. Yeah. I think, I because th- seeing him how he is in real life and the heel thing is always going to be based on some form of xenophobia. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would, I, I like him as a baby face. I've said this since he became champion. I mean, I do remember when he won uh, the championship. You and I said, "Was like, well, I think we should just let's let's see what happens with mm. this. Let's give it a chance." But unfortunately, it, it didn't work for me, mainly because like I just felt they they booked him into boring feuds, and then they, I, I mean, as I, I go into this a little bit on my my Saturday video that's going to be going up, but they just never put any stock in him as champion. He was given the same treatment that. Angle was when he fun wo- first won the championship, with Jericho when he won the championship, Rey Mysterio when he won the cha- Punk when he first won the championship. It's just like, yeah, you're holding this belt, but you're not really the mm. champion. You're just, you're keeping this warm for someone else. You're holding this for X reason. So with Rey, it was because, ah, well, Eddie died, so now you're champion. Um, with Jericho, it was like, well, we need someone for Triple H to beat at WrestleMania. Um, it's begrudging booking. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, and I, I, I felt that was with Jinder. Jinder was champion because we're expanding into India. We need you to be a representative. Problem was though, they just didn't. I wish they'd just given him better stuff. Mm-hmm. Not had Randy Orton beat him clean on TV pointlessly. Not had John Cena beat him on TV pointlessly. I really liked that that the Orton match though, where he went over. That was such a hot crowd in Canada. Uh, last thing here for the news, and then we get on to our mystery Wrestle Crate unboxing. Can't wait. Uh, 
is Rockstar Spud and Hideo Itami. Oh, the poor lads. Poor well, lads? Well, poor lads. They've been thrown into that glass ceiling area, the one that you and I were talking about uh, yesterday. So mm. the story is that TNA uh, superstar or former superstar Rockstar Spud. I'm a wrestler. All right, wrestler. I hate. I try not to use the word superstar or star. <laughs> oh, I say I like talent the, or wrestler. I like the word. Oh. I like the word star. Um, but uh, yeah, he's former TNA wrestler, the winner of British Boot Camp season one. Mm-hmm. Um, Rockstar Spud, um, good friend of uh, WrestleTalk actually, and um, he and Itadewa Tami from NXT are going to be caught. Well, he's going to get called up, and Rockstar Spud has been signed with WWE. They're just waiting for his visa uh, paperwork to go through, and they are both headed towards 205 Live into the cruiserweight division of absolute death, where no one can grow. Um. I, I, yeah. It, it, yeah, I was going to say, I was waiting for you to try and disagree, and then I was going to ask you for an example. Well, 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 well. So... How well do the uh, move work for Kalisto? There is there is a glass ceiling to 205 Live. It's very down here. Yes, and it's very low. Uh, however, it does give certain performers a place to do very well relative to how they would be booked on the main roster. We saw what was happening with Enzo. And I've really only got Enzo Amore as an example here. But we've seen what happened to Enzo Amore on the main roster competing against The Miz. He was just getting buried, buried, buried. But in 205 Live, he feels like such a big deal. I'm a huge fan of him and his work as a heel and the champion. And I, unfortunately... I see Rockstar Spud, like WWE, I think are going to see Rockstar Spud in the same way because of his size. He's very small. Although he is such a good performer, um, I never forget him screaming, move, move, move at this poor eight-year-old kid at ringside at an indie show I went to all these years ago. That's the moment I fell in love with Spud. But I can't see WWE getting behind him uh, like in in the main roster. However, on 205 Live in the Cruiserweights, he could be really he could be really good. He can like he's such a good talker. He could be the Birmingham Enzo Amore. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But it's I don't know, man. It's, as soon as someone goes to 205 Live, it's like my worry is they they'd put Alistair Black in there because God. Because he, that's the way he is. I see a lot of people saying like, "Oh, well, Finn Balor's like uh, less than two hundred pounds. Why isn't he in two hundred five live?" Mm. It's like because he's a superstar. Like he's a megastar. Don't put him there. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, so I'm glad to see a day with time he get pulled up to the main roster. I think he's been in NXT for so long, but you know, a lot of injuries have held him back from there. And uh, it's nice to see Rockstar Spud get a chance up on the big stage. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy for both of them. Uh, I just. I kind of wish that the cruiserweights would give it, like if the cruiserweights had been given more, as we once famous or I once famously said, just do the cruiserweights better, do it better, just WWE. do WWE, just do it better. Um, if they had just followed my advice and done it better, then I'd be like, hey, great, this is awesome news. But with the way that the cruiserweights have been for the last year, Enzo aside, it's like, yeah. Or or you rebrand the division to not have a weight limit, and it's just a style of really fun, high-flying wrestling, and then people can cross over between yes. belts and divisions. If it was up to me, Rockstar Spud as a wrestling manager, so he's he's a wrestler, but he's a, he's a manager, but he can also wrestle the matches to get his ass kicked at the end of a feud. That would that's perfect. As well, especially the, not you know it's Bobby Heat like. A Bobby Heenan style thing. Like, that's a bad thing. But, yeah. like, especially if you can wear one of those really loud suits that he has. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah. He's so good. 
I mean, what a great show. It was, it was a dense show. There are There is extra stuff if you head over to the YouTube version of this where we did an unboxing of a Russell Crate, which uh, was probably the highlight of the, the whole show, but it doesn't really work in a podcast format. Yeah, there's a lot of shiny things to marvel over. There is, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's some cool bits and bobs. Go and check out the YouTube video version. Give us some more ad impressions. And you can get it a day early by donating on Patreon for oh, just $5 more. There are so many ways to support us. <laughs> We need it. <laughs> also, by leaving a review on iTunes. Yes, nice segue. Thank you. Uh, first up from Aaron Watson, who writes, Great chemistry. Don't know if that's about us or the chemical had- reactions that we need for life to exist. I thought maybe he just had a really great lesson in chemistry mm-hmm. and was just like, great chemistry lesson. You guys bounce off each other really well. Very enjoyable podcast. And the own, and one of only two podcasts I listen to, the other being Inside the Ropes. Keep up the great work, guys. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. And to uh, to steal a phrase, F. Kenny. <coughs> Love Kenny. Uh, can't play a match on FIFA, right? Great wrestling podcast. Really enjoyable podcast. Both guys are funny, but also knowledgeable on the product and have a great blend of humour as well as anal. Assist. Analysis. Sorry. Great blend of humour as well as analysis. Both show... Sorry, it, it seemed a bit dry. Yeah. I just needed to... You wanted to shake it up, up a little some bit. Yeah. On it. Both showcase difference of opinions, which makes it a better listen. Great stuff, guys. Keep it up. Support. Wrestle Talk. I'll give you a subscribe. I've given you a subscribe. Thank, Thank you, you, Can't Play a Match. Thank you, Can't Play a Match on FIFA. I mean, I can't either. Whoa, wait a second, FIFA. You gave us a four-star review. Wait, wait, what? What? I only just saw that. We have only ever gotten five-star reviews apart from one guy who gave us one star. And And now you, FIFA. And that one-star review because I had the temerity to get married. But this guy here has not got an excuse just because he can't play FIFA. He said nice things about us. Yeah. The etiquette is you just give a (laughs) five. We know we're not a five-star podcast. It's the big lie that iTunes indulges in. (laughs) Oh, well, thanks for leaving a review anyway. Yeah, I suppose. We'll see you on Monday. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.